love, the love agape, is a divine love, which is behaviors. The love of agape is divine love, which is behaviors. It is the characteristics of Christ. It is the love of Christ. The only way that you can get that love is to be born again. When you're born again, when you're born again, okay, the Holy Spirit pours that in you. Does that make sense? And I was listening to one of the preachers this morning because I got up early and I was listening to him and he was giving the statistics on all the divorces that's going on and all of the other things that's going on in, in America right now. And there has to be, there's something wrong that we're having this many. And the, the thing of it is, and I'm talking about Christian people, if you, uh, you can go to church and not be born again. You understand that? And you, and, and you can see in 1 Corinthians 13, you can have titles and not be born again. You can preach, sing, prophesy, all that, and not be born again. Uh, see, so the only way that you can inherit this type of love is you have to be born again. You see, in other words, if some of you all and, and can take inventory, you all are married and somebody that's single, the first thing that you need to ask the person, if you're born again, you need to figure out if they're born again. Amen. Does that make sense? Amen. Because if two people come together and both of them are born again and God has poured his divine love in them, they won't have any problems in their marriage. Right. All right? And some of you all that are married, you might want to take inventory of your life. There's nothing wrong with it. Get down on your knees, go in prayer, and ask God to pour agape, his love, in you. A lot of people pray for their marriages. The marriage ain't the problem. It's the people in it is the problem, right? And so what we have to do is if to prepare ourselves for the long journey, we have to ask God, first of all, get born again and ask God to pour his love upon us and within us. And so once God does that, then we speak a different language. You see, you, you remember in the old days, you'd be rapping. Yeah, no, this ain't rapping. Yeah, this is a behavior. This is an action, not a talk. This is an action and not, not a talk. And, and sometimes uh, it doesn't matter how long you've been in a relationship or how long you've been married. Uh, right, Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. All right, even if you are born again and you are living the God life, Satan wants to kill love. He, he, he ain't concerned about the love of the senses because he's got the control of that. He's not concerned about the love of the nature. He's got control of that. What he doesn't want you to have is divine love because divine love is the characteristics of Christ. So he wants to do everything he can to kill that. So we are starting a new journey in Christ Temple North, and it's time for us to put away childish things and become mature Christians. The way to do that is allow the Holy Spirit to baptize us, get born again, baptize us, and bring us into another love, and I'm taking my time, in this love called agape, Amen. which is a, and I'll say it again, a behavior. You see, been on both sides. I can, I've been on both sides. I've had the love of the senses. 
the love of the nature. And you know where that'll take you, you see. But not, my life never became complete or fulfilled until I became born again and God, through the Holy Spirit, poured agape in my heart. All right? And so when, when we do this, 1 Corinthians 13, I want every one of us, I want every one of us to get this because the church has, we need to get back to real love. People say they love God. And uh, I, love, I love God and I love the church. No, 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 really? Because if you love God, you don't have to say anything because your behaviors will show that. All right? And so what the, the world is looking for, the world is looking at us to have something more, right, than they have. And so they need to be able, every one of you in here, I'm speaking, preaching to you or teaching you right now or ministering to you right now. This lesson is for you to minister to you, the Holy Spirit to minister to yourself and then for you to minister to others. Does that make sense? You see, I, I was smiling about uh, Brother Isaac turning 50 and then I thought about and this year in June, I turned 75. And I'm like, man, you know, man, you ain't got a whole lot left on that other end. And the thing, listen to me very carefully, I'm gonna say something very important. I'm glad that Sister Gwen loves me, okay? Agape. Because agape, it could happen, it could happen that maybe I would get dementia or Alzheimer's or something in my, and uh, that regular love of the senses won't hang in there. That love of nature won't hang in there. But agape will hang in there because it is a behavior. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So a lot of you in looking at me from there and some of you in here, you need to talk about that. Is your relationship, both of you in this relationship, are you born again? Are you a new creature in Christ? Do you have agape in your heart? Because none of you really know what's ahead of you. Sometimes when I tell people, uh, Sister Kim, I tell people when they get marriage counseling and I say, well, I'll tell you if you really love that person. And they'll say, what? Are you willing to change their diapers? Senses ain't. Nature ain't. Agape can. You see? We need to get, we need to get Church needs to get back to church business. And yes, church needs to get back to church business, and that is teaching and educating people how to live like Christ. So 1 Corinthians 13, you've heard it for years, 1 uh, through 13. We're going to come from the voice, please. I'm going to let you go ahead with that. Okay. Well, then, anything I say is like the clanging of brass or a crashing cymbal. It doesn't matter how much education I have or what kind of sermons I'm preaching. He's talking about church folk here. He said, it doesn't matter about that. If you don't have love, you just make a noise. And we're seeing a lot of that. 
And the world is seeing a lot of that because the world is seeing people's behavior talking about Christ and in their behavior, it doesn't represent Christ. But you see what I'm talking about? So it doesn't matter. And I like the way he's breaking that down. He's coming right from the pulpit. He's coming right from the pulpit. He said, it doesn't matter what kind of message I give, what my language is, what degrees I have. If I don't have love, I'm just making a bunch of noise. And he goes in there and he even talks about if I have the gift of prophecy, if I'm blessed to, of knowledge and insight to all mysteries, or what if my faith is strong? You see, enough to scoop mountains from the bedrock. Yet without love, I'm nothing. See, so uh, it doesn't matter. We look at people sometimes and admire people and we see what they do. And especially uh, uh, pastors and preachers and we look at other pastors, we look at other people, we look at that. No, it's not what's coming out of the mouth, it's what's coming out of the heart. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's, it's about heart. In Christ Temple North, we're, we're going into a new ministry. We're going into a new ministry uh, uh, at this over. Because, see, we're tired. See, here's what I think. If we are who we say we are in Christ, we are sick of seeing the same folks every Sunday. We want some new people. And those new people will come because they've seen us minister to them. That's why I tell people, don't invite nobody to church. I already got a church. Go get somebody who doesn't. And they will follow you because of they've watched you and your behaviors. Do you understand what I'm saying? So there's a lifestyle. See, getting saved is easy. But then there's a lifestyle that comes with that. You see, when I was ordained 40-some years, probably almost 50 now, 40 years ago, for half of those years, I wasn't even thinking about God. They told me, hey, you, you, you a preacher, you can preach. I said, okay. Gifts without repentance. There was no love in my heart. But, I, you know, but people listen. You see, somebody should have checked my heart. You see? Y'all understand what I'm saying? So we get caught up in the titles. Yeah, we get caught up into what we see and what we hear. Need to quit that. You see, somebody needs to walk into church. Where's the love at? Walk in the home. Where's the love at? Do you understand? There's been a many, and I'm going to go back to the families again because it just came to me. This virus has broken up a whole lot of households. Amen. You know, I loved you when you worked eight hours and you were out of house 10. But now we up in here together. This is a problem. Oh, you understand? Well, I love my kids. When they were in school and playing sports. But this is a different issue. If you had a guppy, you would take the time to say the best thing that ever happened to us was uh, this COVID-19 because it brought our families together. And we were able to show and express our love towards one another in our home. It's kind of like what Joshua said. But for me in my house, mm -hmm. we're going to serve the Lord. Are y'all with me? Amen. All right. He continues in verse 3. I could give all that I have to feed the poor. I could surrender my body to be burned as martyrs. And so we think that's big. We look at people who give money and we look at people who, 
who, who talk, there are some people who will give their life, but they give their life for something other than God, yeah. other than love. Yeah. Some folks just want to be famous. Yeah. All right. Whoa. I gain nothing but my selfless act. He said, but if I don't what? Live. There's a way to live. We are to live in love. If we don't live in love, everything becomes a selfish act. Because a selfish act means, for you all to understand it, I'm going to love Gwen to get something from her. That's selfish. I'm doing this because of. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That's a selfish type love. Okay? We keep going? Are we doing all right? Now here's when it gets tough. Love is patient. Lord Jesus, help us. Lord, pour your love upon me. Because patience is a tough one for me. Because I don't understand why you can't get this done. All right? Love is patient. Love is kind. Love isn't envious. It's, love is not envious. I've read articles where there are men in household that are envious over their wives because they make more money. There was an article in the Ebony Magazine about that. So you know who they were talking to, right? And so they were envious over their wives making more money. I'd say, God bless you. You can make a whole lot because God's blessed you to make more money and, and, and you bless me to have a piece of the pie, you know? <laughs> love is patient, love is kind. It, 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 it's not envious. It doesn't boast, it doesn't brag, it doesn't do those things. This is what you need to teach your children. They don't boast or brag when they do something good, they praise God because they're doing it for the glory of God. Amen. All right? So that love doesn't stretch about and there's no arrogance in love. Wow. Come on, America. This is where our problem's at. All right? What? So love, if you love me, you won't be rude to me. It's not crude. It's never indecent. Think about that. I'm talking about households here. If you all don't have this, then you need to get up going to prayer. Fast and pray. Ask God to pour love in your hearts. You see? It, it is not self-absorbed. It's not self-absorbed. I used to play softball years ago, and uh, I would wear, a, you know, y'all know what softball is, right? And it was, we was playing slow pitch. You know, slow pitch is when they throw way up in there. I would wear a uh, hard helmet, a Yankee hard helmet. And I, and I called myself Reggie, for, for Reggie Jackson. That's pretty good. No, I'm, I'm lying, I was really good, okay? Yeah, and I'd wear that helmet. Now what, who, what kind of arrogance, Brother Trevor, <laughs> would you go to a slow pitch okay, and wear a hard helmet with a Yankee on it? And so, guess what they used to say? There comes Johnny, I love me. <laughs> no, that's a true story. You see? 
Love doesn't do that. Love doesn't do that. Am I the only black person here that's been in the wrong place with love? Are we learning something? I hope after this message, there's some couples in there, you need to go over this. Some of y'all, you need to go over this. If you don't have this, you don't have love. Well, it gets quiet when you challenge folks, huh? All right, here we go. Love isn't easily upset. Love isn't easy upset. You see, that means that we're going to sit down and talk this thing over. We're going to figure this out. And we're not going to get upset. We're going to pray about it. We're not going to get upset. We're not going to call each other names. Slam doors. Go for a ride. We don't do that. Love doesn't do that. Okay. And love doesn't tally wrongs or celebrate injustice. And love doesn't say, well, you all remember when you done this to me? It doesn't do that. Love doesn't do that. Y'all getting something? All right. And the message puts it this way. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. If I don't have it, God doesn't want me to have it. So love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Amen. But truth, yes, truth is love delight. Truth is love delight. Mm -hmm. And I hope that the truth is that some people here, some people watching, will take some inventory, go in prayer, and ask God to pour his love in you. If you have one doubt, ask him to pour his love upon you. Because your fathers and your, I mean, your husbands and wives, your mothers and fathers, do you have love? A lot of children would be better children if we had this in a household. We wouldn't have all this chaos and confusion. And I wanted these because I want all these characteristics out of Christ Chapel North, out of the people in Christ Chapel North. We're not just going to come to church and set up in church and nothing changes our lives. We want to be challenged. So love endures with patience and serenity. That's what love does. Yes. And some of some people looking at me now, I promise you this. You're going to be in a situation, and you better make sure the people around you have a copy. And love is kind and thoughtful. Love is kind and thoughtful, and that's not men. That's not just Valentine's Day. It's not Christmas, birthday. Love is kind and thoughtful. Every day. Sister Cozy said something yesterday. The guys were down here. Uh, uh, cleaning up and they were mopping up under the pews and she was saying look at this men you wouldn't see this in a whole lot of other churches well in here pastor challenges the men you see not only should you do it here you ought to do it in your house I can say that because I do that you see and one of the most pettiest spirits it is is jealous because I've known people that were jealous of other people 
because of what they seen. But if they knew what was going on in their household, they'd never been jealous over. Love is not proud or arrogant. Love is not proud or arrogant. Love, love, when love, the real love, when you do something good and people praise you, you thank God. You see? You thank God. Not proud, not arrogant. Love doesn't do that. It's not rude. Again, it's not self-seeking. See, when, when, you, when you have love is self-seeking, the only person that's really excited about what you've done is you. That's a fact. All right? It's, it's, not, it's not provoked. It upsets me. That's what it says, not provoked, right? It upsets me. Now listen to me. I'm going to be political. It upsets me when people blame President Trump for some grown folks acting a fool. Every one of them people had a choice to do or not do. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, and, 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 and we all told our kids, well, don't do it just because everybody else is doing it. Because we will never at Christ Temple North allow any force other than the Holy Spirit to influence us to act or react. And we don't blame it on anybody else. Right? I see sometimes when I read study about this abuse thing because hope we never have it in here. These men abuse these women and the women get abused and the men said, well, you, you caused me to do that. That's a lie. Love is never caused by any action of another human being to react in a way of violence. I'm talking to church folks. This thing was written to church folks. All right. And please don't be oversensitive. The worst thing in the world is to wear your feelings on your sleeve. Lovers, people call you and they say things about you and all this. Why would you give them that power? Well, we also oversensitive. You see? Or easily angered. It's not easily angered. Does not take into account they There you go. Are y'all getting something? You need to take this in your household. It starts in the house, it'll come to the church, and it goes to the community. And people get that confused. What it means is there's something going to be some good in this. And love knows after the end of this, something good is coming. Okay? And from the message, it says, love doesn't revel. Well. Just take part in or indulge when others grovel or lie. Well. Love takes pleasure in the flowering of truth. Puts up with many things. Trust God always. Always looks for the best. This is what, this is what we're talking about. I'm going slow on purpose today. Love always looks for the best. Love always looks for the best. Some of us are blessed to have partners, life partners in our lives that we get a chance to look at the best in them. 
it don't have to be husband and wives. It can be friend, husband, wives, friends. Love looks for the best. I can't think of her name. And uh, if you go to Florida, there's a place where they have the Holocaust. There. It's a, a museum there. Uh, Franklin, I can't think of her name. Anne Franklin. And they have a statue there with her words, I see good in all men. Look for the best. Look for the best. You may say, Pastor, I didn't like Pastor Sunday, look for the best, but he, I like that part. You ain't got to take it all. Get the best and leave the rest. You see? I want that. At the end of verse 7, okay. love never looks back, but Whoa. keeps going to the end. Love never looks back, but keeps going. You know, I would like to look back if I, I don't look back, because if I look back and there ain't nothing back there worth looking at, wow. it's keep going. You see, I'm going to be working hard uh, these few days. I, I was sitting, laying, and doing my praying, saying, hey, dude. Well, see, I never ever thought about how old I was here lately. Yeah. And I thought about the good part. The good part is I'm much wiser now than I've ever been in my life. And I'm more comfortable now than I've ever been in my life. So I'm going to do all the good I can for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And the Amplified puts it this way. Love bears all things. Yes. Now listen, I'm going to say this. Love bears all things regardless of what will come. Do you love your husband, your wife, your children, that no matter what goes down, love will keep you there? One of the things that Sister Gwen and I are doing is we're, yes, getting everything in line so that as we get older, we do, we're not a burden to our children. We stay healthy, we eat healthy, we exercise, we're doing those things so that our children don't have to. But here's what, our children are probably saying, we love our parents to the point if they ever need something, we're gonna be there. So we got, we loving ourselves to try to keep healthy so we don't become a burden for them but they got themselves in a position if something happens, you see, right? They're there for us. That's what love, this is what this message is about. That's what this whole message is about. Okay? And I love talking slow sometimes, it doesn't take the energy. And you need to make sure you tell your children, your grandchildren this. They need to know what real love is. All right? In difficult times, love is steadfast. And there's one thing I can promise you. You're going to have some difficult times. You see, someone was talking, asking me about, uh, I got the Moderna, Moderna, whatever they call that shot. And they asked me, Brother Logan, they had the nerve to ask me, well, was any side effects? And you know, I told them, I've had chemo. <laughs> huh? 
I'm like, really? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You see, the thing is, I'm doing everything I can for you, my family, and you all. You see? Got the first shot, get the second one, the 25th, so we all can get back up in here. But I got to be the lead. I can't tell you something I ain't doing. You see? Because I can't tell you all I love you and not take care of me, the very vessel that's speaking to you. Yeah? Can't do that. All right? And I'm going to say something. Don't get mad at me. So we don't get mad at you, Pastor. Y'all say that. How can you love the person that's in your life and not take care of yourself so that you won't be a burden to them? You're going to tell me love didn't tell you to take care of yourself? Or this, be nice to those people. Loving those people, do a lot of things for those people. So if you get in a situation, Agape will be there to take care of you. That's just fair. All right. And, and what gets me, I love doing this because some people look like, I'm, I'm, you can look at me like this, you want to. It's going to happen. One of us is going to take care of the other. That's going to happen. One of us is going to take care of the other. You see, that's why I've been very nice. I'm, I'm feeling love, 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 love. You, know, I'm, you, know, you understand what I'm saying? Y'all think I'm joking. I'm real serious. You see? Without what? Weakening. When you have the real love of agape, you can deal with life and you won't be weakened. Because love will keep you pushing on through it. All right. Verse 8. Love will never become obsolete. That's right. He talks about the gifts. He talks about the language. All this stuff is going to become silent. And knowledge. There'll be a time when knowledge will run out. The gifts of prophecy won't last. All of these things. I'm skipping because they've let me know where I'm at. But in verse 10, but when the perfection and fullness of God's kingdom arrives, all the parts will end. That's right. There is a day, the end. Okay, here we go. All right, men. Here we go. When I was a child. Whoa. Whoa. He said, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I reasoned like a child. In all the ways, it's time for us to grow up. Agape will have you to grow up. In the street, they call man up. Agape will have us to grow up. And wait a minute now. He ain't talking about a baby. He's talking about when he was a child in the spirit. And he said, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I reasoned as a child. Selfish, like, you know how children, are they little selfish things? They be grabbing your glasses and scratching you and screaming and falling all out. Y'all know that's how they act, right? And they have no reasoning at all. Paul speaking to grown men and women. He said, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I reasoned as a child in childlike ways. He lived his life in childlike ways. But the day came when I matured and I set aside my childish ways. That is the challenge for Christ Temple North people. 
Get out of your childish ways. Set that aside. Let the love come in your heart. And grow up. And mature up. I remember one time I was reading this book, and I've done it before, because I'm really talking to families this morning. That's why I'm going so low. And I've done it before. Man was the president of a company. Made a lot of money. He was an older guy. And he went into his boss, and he says, I'm going to retire. My wife is sick. And his boss said, well, when did you make that decision? He said, the day I married her. Can't do nothing with that. Okay. To death do us part. In sickness and health. For rich or poor. You made that decision. He said he made that decision. Because when he said that, he said that not in the senses, not with nature, but with agape. I made that decision. It's, it's strange that some people are sitting probably beside some people somewhere and listening. You need to ask your spouse, do you really love me? And then bring this out. Be no cussing, no fussing. All right, keep going. That speaks for itself. My time is up and I want to go on to that next. But now faith, hope, and love remains. These three virtues must characterize our lives. It's a behavior. It's your character. The greatest of these is love. The passion. That's what we need to do. I'd like to see every family, Christ Temple North family, after this message, you all need to get together in your homes and pray for your families and use these scriptures. Let's get love back in these households. Uh, All right, 13, right? I'm uh, abiding trust in God and his promises. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. What is his promise? Satan comes, kills, steals, destroy, but God says, I love you. Mm-hmm. I come to give you life and life more abundant. All right. All right. And hope, the confident expectation of eternal salvation. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it so much as here lately that I'm saved and if something would happen to me, I have eternal salvation. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a great thing. I want that to be more than anything for me. All right. And out of the three, again, the greatest of these is love. 
Amen. Amen. I I uh, done that very slow on purpose. We're doing pretty good at Christ Temple North. People are doing pretty good, but we have some members, excuse me, we've had some past members that are in a little trouble. And God had to get me in check. And you know how he got me in check? Brother Elliot, I kept saying they had left church. I said, yeah, but it didn't happen on my watch. Yeah, I said that. And the Holy Spirit revealed to me, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're boasting and bragging that people left church and their, things, their life is falling apart. And you're talking about it didn't happen on your watch. You're a Christian man. You're a man of God. People in your church, people who leave, and people that ain't never came here are on your watch. All right, here we go. Father, we came first, come first of all thanking you for another opportunity. I'm praying for the households of individuals that the Holy Spirit, for Christ up on North members and friends, Holy Spirit, pour your love. Pour your love upon us. That we have the love that Christ had for us, that we have the love for others. This is the divine love. It's patient, it's kind, it doesn't boast. It doesn't brag, it's not arrogant, it's not rude, it's not self-absorbing, it's not easily upset. It's kind, not self-seeking. This is the kind of love that we want at Christ Temple North and its members. We ask you that if there's anything in any of us, the people in the sound of my voice and the ones in my midst, including me, if we don't have the love that you would have us to love, we're taking a moment right now and we ask for the Holy Spirit to come in and baptize us. Holy Spirit, come in and baptize us. Pour your love in us. Pour your love in us. Those on the live stream, those sitting here, including me, pour your love. Pour agape. Pour that divine love within us yeah. that we can love one another the way you would have us to love one another. Yes, we say we love you. We can't love you and mistreat our brothers and sisters. We figured it out. You, we can't love our wives and husbands and children unless you pour your love in us the way we should love them. So we ask you right now as we take a moment of silence, to pour your love upon us yes. and within us, that we never again live outside of divine love and agape. For the rest of our days, we live with divine love, agape. It influences our everyday walk. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. 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 Thank you. Yes. We, we are going to start graduating, folks. If people's had both of the shots or you've had the virus, we need to get people gradually coming back to the church. We'll wear masks, but we can't be forever, you see. 
we'll still do our distance. And that's why you see some of these folks are from Isaac today, but yes, if you had your shots and we need to get back into church, but we'll go by the rules, we'll wear a mask and we'll set. It's time for us to do that. Amen. 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 Y'all just good, we, we, we done. <laughs>